Hey, my friends, my name is Michael King. Welcome back to the CFO Report, where I talk about starting, scaling, and optimizing fractional CFO services. Today, I'm gonna to share with you my favorite model for compensating the fractional CFOs on my team, and I'm gonna share with you why this model works so well for my firm. Without further ado, let's dive in. How can okay. I help you today? Well, you know, I'm thinking about, about going through the process of hiring a fractional CFO and starting now, appreciating it may be several months before I land anybody, but I still wanted to understand what you would pay a person like that on a percentage of revenue. What percentage of revenue would be a good starting point or what are your thoughts regarding that? Sure. So your thing about hiring somebody to join is like a, an employee or a contractor kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And it could be either. I, I would be thinking employee, but I'd be open to different options. Yeah. I choose the employee route and I'm not a lawyer and what I'm going to share with you, it shouldn't be considered legal advice. You should consult with a labor attorney that's familiar with labor laws in your state and, you know, like Canada or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I prefer the employee approach for a couple of reasons. One, in the US, it's kind of a gray area on what's an employee and what's not. There's a gray area that exists. But for the most part, if you're giving them the processes, the procedures, the tools, the scripts, and you're like telling them what they're going to do and how they're going to do it, then that's pretty much by definition of an, an employee. And that's the way my firm is set up, right? I want to have total control of the product and the experience. And so I'm like, that feels a lot like an employee. And so like, that's the route I've decided to go. There's plenty of other firms that are much loosey goosey with, with it. You know, they more act like I'm going to tee you up leads in sales and I'm going to split that fee with you, but it's up to you to deliver that service however you want. And so that feels a lot more like a subcontractor or you know a 1099 here in the US. You can do whichever way you want. When it comes to generating CFO reports for my clients, my firm has two non-negotiables. The process has to be accurate and it has to be efficient. That's why my firm only trusts Geocon. At its core, Geocon is a data connector between accounting platforms like QuickBooks and Xero and Google Sheets. But Geocon is so much more than just a data connector. Right out of the box, you're gonna get hundreds of templates for all the reports that CFOs and accountants need to run for their everyday workflows. Everything from balance sheets to P&Ls to AR aging reports. Or you can use Geocon like my firm does to create our custom CFO reports every single month. My favorite part about Geocon is that you can set it up to automatically create all of these reports. That means every month I'm getting fresh reports with fresh data ready to deliver my clients. And because Geocon is automated, that has completely eliminated the need for my team to download data from QuickBooks, upload it into Google Sheets, manually apply formulas, all of those things that take up a lot of time and are prone to errors. In fact, Geocon has completely replaced all the other tools, services, and workflows that we were using to generate CFO reports. Geocon is literally our one-stop shop for making all of our CFO reports automatically every single month. If you're ready to start saving time and reducing errors, then you need to check out Geocon right now. Be sure to use the link in the description below to save 30%. That means you can get started with Geocon for as little as $28 a month. Join my firm and over 10,000 other firms and try Geocon today. Now to the issue of compensation. I think I have a whole YouTube video like 20, 30 minutes long where I talk about the different models. But the the one that I've landed on is a percentage of the revenue that they manage, you know, of those clients. And the reason for that is it keeps, in my my mind anyway, everyone's interests aligned. You know, and it, I worry that if I paid you, I'll pick a number, 200K a year to be a fractional CFO for me, what is your incentive to handle more than five clients? You know, I, I really don't know that there is one. And then what's your incentive to do a great job and make sure that those clients stay as long as possible? Maybe there isn't one, you know, uh, there's going to be people that are going to do that. But I'm like, 
I would rather pay you to handle as many clients as you can and still maintain excellent service. Because if those clients leave us, then that hurts you as well. And I've just found that that percentage is best. Now, what percentage should you pay? Well, you got to look at a couple of different factors. So one is what level of talent are you trying to bring in and how much compensation roughly is that talent going to require to want to come work for you? And so if you've got a, a lady or a guy that based on their experience is going to need, I'll make up a number, 200K and you're only charging $2,000 a month for your CFO services, as an example, you're going to have to have a lot of clients for them to be able to make $200,000 a year at any percentage, you know? So you've really got to kind of balance, like how much are you charging your clients? How much comp is it going to take to attract the type of talent you want? And so for us, I'm very open about this. It's no secret. For us, our services run 5,500 to 8,000 a month between our three packages. And I pay our CFOs 40% of of that. So it's real straightforward. It's real predictable. The other thing I love about it is when it comes into doing forecast and projections for my firm, it's real easy, you know, because I know that I'm going to have roughly 60% gross margin on what we bring in because I'm paying my CFOs 40%. That'll leave me 60%. So then I just factor in G&A and that's real easy to figure out, you know, if I want to you know, whatever financial goals I have. I know that a CFO can handle eight to 12 clients. I know what they're going to get paid. That means I know exactly how many CFO clients I need to have. That means I know exactly how many CFOs I need to have on my team. And now that I know how long it takes to onboard a CFO, I now know when I need to start hiring the next CFO because of growth. And so using that model, I like to tell everybody, you're from Winnipeg. I'm from lower Alabama. I like everything to be simple and easy and predictable. I don't have to think too hard. And so it just works really well for me. But like I said, there's other people that have had extraordinary success doing it other ways. And so I would just say, like, do the, do the one that works best for you and aligns most with the kind of company and team and culture that you're trying to build. Okay, that's helpful. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here. All right, my friends, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this episode. In the meantime, I can't wait to see you back right here next week. I'll see you then.